Hi, I'm Lily, and you're listening to How to Win Friends and Influenza, the podcast. Would you take health advice from a doctor who shoots up heroin? Would you take lung medicine advice from a doctor who smokes? Would you take weight loss advice from someone who's overweight? It's a little bit complicated and it's a little bit person dependent. Some people might say, no, it doesn't matter at all. And to some people, it just seems hypocritical to be listening to someone who doesn't really practice what they preach. If you're struggling to come up with an answer to this, think about one thing. Would you take fitness advice from someone who wasn't very fit? If you were going to the gym to, to link up with a personal trainer, would you go to the one who had ripped abs, chiseled muscles, and looked like they absolutely knew what they were doing? Or would you take someone else who seemed like they were just joining the gym just like you, weren't in very good shape, and wasn't a good example? When you put it in those terms, the answer seems very clear. The point is that what someone does in what seems to be their spare time is pretty important. It's not always just the thing that they're being measured on in their job, the one key outcome. Sometimes it's a mixture of a few different outcomes that actually do matter. If all that mattered was the thing that people pigeonholed someone into, then why would it matter to someone if a famous music artist was caught up in a scandal in their personal life? Why would it matter if a famous sports star turned out to be doing unethical things for a long time when they weren't on the playing field? Why do these things even matter? Well, they matter because it's not only the big adventure that counts, it's the everyday adventures that also are important. A person who is an artist, let's say, who achieves a lot in one big field, makes a huge contribution to society in that way, is still considered a very different person from someone who does basically the exact same contribution, but has a scandal attached. Initially, someone might be a famous movie star. People look up to them, kids want to be them. Everything's going really well. And then overnight, some kind of scandal gets unleashed. What changes? Well, nothing really. They're still the same person. Maybe it's just that people didn't know about that thing that they're looking down on. They know now, but they didn't before. But it's not like the actual person has changed. Yet, it seems as though they have. From the way that the society will then view them, and the media attention they get, and the way that all of their fans or former fans look at them, it seems that everything has changed. How can this be? Well, it's because the main achievement isn't the only thing that matters. It's not just that, it's also the little things that seem to count. What someone does as their main achievement is one thing, but it doesn't completely define them. If it did define them, then why would it matter what people did in their personal life? The fact is that it does. It changes how other people look at them. It changes how they become remembered in history. So what people do in their spare time does matter. Let's go back to doctors. There's this idea that if someone like a doctor has been practicing medicine so long, has been doing this job that certain people in society will think is useful, that they may even be looked up to, 
they've been doing this for so long and it seems to define their entire identity and entire worth, there comes a big problem when it's time for them to retire. They don't want to retire because if they retire, what are they? All they were their whole life was a doctor. What was on the side? Nothing. If all you are is just your job and nothing else, then you are wholly dependent and you are wholly attached to that job. Who are you when that job is gone? It's an illusion to think that you can do that forever. Unless you are in a field, let's say, like hand modeling, and there suddenly becomes a huge demand for geriatric hand models, and so you have longevity in your career. Unless you're in something that truly stays with you, then it may not be a possibility that you do that thing forever. And in that case, your identity can be threatened. In the case of medicine, it may not be best for society that people continue practicing until the very end. Hands might become shaky and mental faculties may become a little bit compromised. And what matters for society is always something that's very important. So in that case, the right thing to do may be to step down, but there's a conflict of interest because if they do, what have they become? They have nothing left. They are empty because the only thing that made them feel really full was their job. In the financial markets, people talk about not putting all of your eggs in one basket, about diversifying your assets. Don't put everything into Bitcoin, you know, put a little bit into gold, maybe the foreign exchange market, maybe shares, maybe have a little bit in savings. That's the traditional advice. And sometimes traditional advice really isn't that bad. It might be traditional advice for a reason, because it stood the test of time, because it has some important truths to it. And because most people are average and what works for most people might work for you if you're average. Maybe it makes sense. Just like not everybody is born to be an entrepreneur, not everybody's born to be a CEO. Sometimes it makes sense to just embrace where you are for a certain thing. You might be average when it comes to finances, but maybe you're really, really awesome when it comes to knitting. Maybe you're really great at home cooking, but you're really average at filing your taxes. That's okay. It's just about knowing what you're good at and what you don't want to specialize in, what your strengths are and what they aren't. Well, in finances, we talk about diversifying, spreading your risk around. Why can't the same be true for people's lives? Unless you are so absolutely sure about the thing that you're doing, unless it absolutely makes sense to you, then maybe you should be diversifying. The risk with putting everything into your job is if one day that thing is not possible and you have to go to great lengths to redefine yourself. So maybe that's not what you should be defining yourself on. Maybe it's not the external occupation, but qualities that go with it. Maybe the thing that you treasure yourself for are qualities like helping people, volunteering your time or caring. Maybe it's not about the specific job. And in that way, you become more robust against changes that have to happen. There are so many things outside of our control that we should not let define us. And that's the way to become robust against unexpected change. It's not only the big outcomes that other people measure us by that matter. 
it's truly the little things that we do in our spare time because those things add up and they are what define a person. There are so many office managers in the world. What defines one from the next? Well, what defines them might be the family that they have and where they live and where they've chosen to be educated, what kind of person they are, if they have pets. These things are the things that make people different and make them unique. Your job, your external achievements, they can be important, but they may not be the most important thing. What matters more are your everyday adventures and the everyday things that you do outside the thing that society says you go to for 40 hours or 50 hours or 100 hours a week. For the majority of people, their life is going to be a lot more whole than that. It's going to be a lot more diversified and the things that matter are going to be a combination of things like family and food and social activities and friends and random hobbies that they have and going on holidays and traveling. For a certain subset of people, work may be everything. But that's only useful if it's something they've chosen, they've got a strong reason and that's some kind of purpose that they really have chosen to be doing. If that's not you, then maybe it's time to think about the other things you have going on in your life and to evaluate the everyday adventures that you're going through. Because when you get to the end of your life, those are the things that you're going to define yourself by.